Welcome to the Gifters Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Online Program, which teaches you how to turn your story into a successful speaking and online coaching business. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Gina Hamidi. She's the author of I Want to Thank You, How a Year of Gratitude Can Bring Joy and Meaning in a Disconnected World. She's also the founder of Pen Knife Media. Gina, welcome to our show today. Thank you so much. I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you for having me. So I love looking at your profile. I'm kind of like this ADHD guy where I've gone through so many profiles as as my team and I've interviewed so many people and there's just a certain a few things that pop out. And, and one thing is your name of your company is really cool. Pen Knife Media. Tell us about that. Thank you so much for asking because it is so hard, as you might know, to name a company. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. I, I should go back and find my lists of discarded you know, names. I remember one was Toast. And somebody, <laughs> like, you know, you worked at Food and Wine, somebody's going to think you're literally like opening a toast rust. Don't do that. Um, uh, let me think. So I came up with that because I wanted an object that you that I could maybe illustrate as a little logo. And I was playing around with, you know, pens, papers, but I didn't want the pun, a writing pun to be too sort of on the nose and like obnoxious. And pen knife, you know, it's not a common term here, but it is in the UK. Is it? I'm from the UK. But oh. I just I happened like whenever I'm, I noticed that word pop up when I'm reading like mystery novels that British writers, um, like from British writers. And it's just a pocket knife, but a pen knife is you know, it's just another term for it. Oh. And I just liked the, you know, that it's a pen, but it's sharp. And I liked the idea of having that as a logo. Thank you for asking. Nobody's ever asked about it. Really? And that's, that's funny because really you're a wordsmith. And for me, for instance, my name, Maytham Group, is actually a made up word because as a speaker, author, entrepreneur, I want to be unique. And Maytham actually is an acronym for Mondays at the Mission which is a homeless youth program I started 10 years ago at a shelter in LA. So for me, it's always about, I want to, always want to have that sense of service in mind. So made them is a made up word, which is an acronym, but it reminds people, myself, my employees, my clients, the world that look, this is beyond just, I'm a business guy that wants to make money. It's no, I want a business guy that wants to make money and make a difference. And, but again, it's about the story behind your brand. Now talk to us about your specific book that you decided to write. Okay. So probably best to start with why I, the book is about the year I spent writing 365 gratitude letters and thank you notes. And I should probably start with why I launched that project. So it was January, it was actually 2018. So it was January and I was commuting to a consulting, like a con content consulting gig I was doing at Bowen Branch, which is a sheet, like a sheet and soft sheets startup. And I had this commute on the New Jersey transit. And if you are a parent, you know that almost an hour on a quiet train ride is like, he like actual heaven. <laughs> um, and I was enjoying it, but it seemed, I don't know, I had a vague sense, even though I didn't think about it much, that it was sort of going by too fast. And I spent it on my, you know, responding to emails and getting lost in my social feeds. And then I had this stack of thank you notes to turn to that I had promised to 
donors of a fundraiser. I do some, I sit on the junior board at City Harvest and I raised a bunch of money the previous year and I had promised as an incentive a thank you note that my kid would help me write. So I would sort of start the note and then he would finish it up. And so I had this stack of thank you notes to write and I took it out one morning on the train instead of, you know, kept my phone in my bag. And it's not something I was looking forward to. I'm not like a, I've never been a big thank you note person. It's not like that's something I treasured my whole life. I always thought that that was annoying and a, <laughs> sort of an onerous task. I remember for my wedding, after my wedding, I think I took like a year <laughs> to send those out. And I was like, isn't that traditional? You can have a year. And somebody's like, no, that's the present. You give the, you have a year to send the present. You should send the thank you notes. I'm like, oh God, I don't know. Anyway, so it wasn't something I was looking forward to, but in any case, I pulled out a stack and I started writing them. And I just noticed that day, it just sort of started nicer. Like I got off the train and I was in a better mood and I felt a little, I felt sort of calm and focused. I had a, I didn't think about it much, but I sort of had a vague sense that I was in a better mood than usual. And then every time I would pull out those thank you notes and do that, that mood would return. I felt more focused and calm and sort of noticed little things, you know, that noticed that the sky was blue, noticed that the you know, day was pretty, whatever it was. And at the end of the month, I was thinking about that because I was done with the task and it was January 31st. And I was just thinking, God, that's so weird that I liked that and that it felt like it made this difference. It's bizarre. And I counted up the notes and there were 31 and it was January 31st. So it's sort of, it was the only time in my life where I've had an idea that came to me as a full concept. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, I got it. I'm gonna write 365 thank you notes or gratitude letters this year. And every month I'll turn to a different group of recipients. So January was charity. So what'll be, Feb you know, what will February be? Will it be friends or family members or, oh God, I could do neighbors. Hey, I could do career mentors. And I sort of came up with this in the, in the within the space of five minutes, just like, you know, the whole thing, the whole concept. And then I just had to execute it. And it was an incredible, incredible year. Like every month brought these, a whole different set of, sort of surprises and benefits and, you know, got me back in touch with people. Um, yeah. So, and then the book is, is just about, is about that, that year. And I also interviewed experts to sort of, to start understanding a, that feeling that started the whole thing, that sort of meditative feeling, you know, what was going on in my brain at the time. And so I spoke to a bunch of experts to better understand that. And then I spoke to a number of people to understand everything else I was feeling and all those benefits I experienced throughout the year. Yeah. I mean, when, when you break it down, Gina, I mean, there's so many things going on, like the, the, the chemical called dopamine where you're, when you're writing stuff and then gratitude has been proven by science that it actually helps your mood. And then when you're actually writing with a physical pen, especially in this world we live in now, that also helps your brain react and, and respond. But then you're writing about other people, you're thinking about other people. And then if they're getting, so there's so many elements of what you're doing and the reason why I like your company name so much is because I'm a writer myself and the pen is something that's like, if you ask a five-year-old, like, what is that? <laughs> mm -hmm. it, it's one of those things where it, it's, it's, it's so powerful to write. And I don't think people realize, especially the, the new generations where it's so easy to text and type, but writing to have an actual physical pen in your hand is just something very beautiful, aesthetic, and, and just precious. That's why when you talk about this you, and you're using it as this powerful thing of gratitude. That's why all these things you mentioned are just so powerful. Now I'm curious because you did work at Oprah and I'm sorry, Oh magazine. So <laughs> working there for a number of years, did that, 
make you mindful because she's all about gratitude because you've you work with such big brands did that seep into your your psyche perhaps to have the understanding or awareness or just one day like you know i'm gonna i'm on this train and for those of you don't do these long commutes i used to do that when i was in new york city it's a long time so i'm curious did that work at O help you have that awareness perhaps Yeah, great question. And it was not something that I was conscious of, but when I got to my career mentors month, which was September, I, you know, wrote out this list of 30 career mentors, which I was shocked that I had that many. (laughs) That was my first kind of surprise or learning of the month. I was like, I thought I would have like three mentors. Like I really have a lot of people that have taught me something in this, you know, in, in my journey, in my career path. And the, the, the place that gave me the most mentors was Oprah Magazine. And that was, I was fresh out of college. I was 21 when I was hired there. You know, it was really where I came up. I was there for three years. So I've, I've or three and a half years. So I've been at other places a lot longer, a lot more recently, you know, in bigger roles. But that seemed to be the place where I kind of learned the most, you know, or it's where I cut my teeth, right? And, you know, I think that being around Oprah's messages of, you know, listen to your inner voices, you know, live your best life, you know, figure out who you really are. You know, it was just kind of workaday stuff for me. It's not like I walked around trying to be inspired all the time. I was just doing my job. I'm grateful for this person. I'm grateful for that. <laughs> You're right. But I think it did, you know, I think it did seep in. Yeah. That's inspiring, Gina. Last question for you is since you did write 365 days, and you did talk about career mentors, and this show is all about sharing stories to inspire people. What's, what, I, I really hope that everyone has a certain love for what they do. And it really is very clear that you love writing, you love content. So what do you love about writing or content strategy? Okay, so there's writing a book, right? And that is right now, you know, I, I think what I loved about writing the book, which you know, I, I, I thought of this during the year, which was so, so surprising to me, this thought came out of nowhere, where I was thinking about what I was going to do the next day. And I was picturing sitting at my computer and opening up the Google Docs, which were really nicely organized into every chapter. And, you know, every folder of the Google Doc had, you know, a draft and notes and cut text. And it was like all very well organized. And I was picturing as I was going to bed, you know, opening up that Google Doc and where I was in it. And I, what came to my mind was that's one of my favorite places, like as if it was a place, as if it was a city, you know? (laughs) And I just thought that was so funny that I, that's how I, how my brain thinks of it, you know, when I'm sort of half asleep, that, um, that that's a place where I love to go, you know, where it's something that I created and it makes sense to me. And it's a place where I can, you know, sort of, I have these thoughts rolling around in my brain, but that's where I make sense of them, you know? Um, So I think that's what I love the most. And then the whole point is to connect to somebody and for them to say, oh my God, me too, you know, because that's what I do when I'm reading. So that's, I think that's what I love the most about this kind of writing, nonfiction writing. And I'm, you know, very, I'm trying my best to tell the truth and be really open and, you know, talk about fights I had with my husband and my mom during this and, 
you know, uh, an estranged friend who like went badly and a, a note was helping, you know, so it's optimistic and it's positive, but it's also really honest, as honest as I could be, you know? And so that is what I love about nonfiction writing. As far as content strategy, like right now I'm helping, I'm helping this pregnancy skincare brand work on their, <laughs> on their branding. I mean, that, and that I love, I just love to help somebody who has a wonderful product and a business and they put their whole heart in it and it's so important to them and they don't know how to say it. You know, I just love that process of helping them say it and finding those words and they, they're like, yes, this is exactly how we felt, but we couldn't say it and connect to people in this way. That's perfect, Gina. Thank you so much for sharing that. How can our guests stay in touch with you, read your book, hire you? What's the best way to contact you? Yeah. So ginahamity.com is my website and there you can pre-order my book. You can email me um, at penknifemedia.com. It also, ginahamity.com links to my penknife media as well. So if that's easier to remember. Um, and gina.hamity is my Instagram. And I'm also on Clubhouse at ginahamity. And there we have it. I'm so excited to get to know your community. It sounds really special. Great. Gina, thanks so much. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Gifters Podcast. If you want to learn how to turn your story into a successful speaking and online coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com to learn more.